This is the Pro Audio Suite Podcast. Quick Bites. Thanks to Harlan Hogan's VoiceOver Essentials, the home of the Porterbooth Pro, and our friends at Rode Microphones. Now, speaking of Rode, uh, there was an announcement made a couple of days ago, Robbo. Yeah, Friday. Big, big announcement from our sponsors, Rode, yeah. Yep, so Rode are donating or contributing up to $2 million worth of podcasters, Rodecaster Pros, in fact, uh, to schools in New South Wales. These are the schools that are shut down due to COVID-19, which is... Uh, a great initiative, yeah, and a kind of and a, and a neat idea because what they're hoping is that it will give teachers a way to record lessons that they can then send out to kids who are stuck at home. So, um, good on road, nice work, I reckon. It's interesting how this has changed the way people are thinking about everything. Really, um, I don't know what's happening in LA, but. Uh, I'm getting emails from my agent saying uh, I'm getting requests from studios and different clients. Can you give us a list of who's got a home studio and who's got Source Connect? Wow. There you go. That's, That's interesting. interesting, isn't it? Yeah. But, yeah. And so if you're on that list, good on you. Especially being named Andrew. Wow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Top of the list. So, I mean, what the question is, of course, because this has happened, is this going to be a change in the industry? I mean, people are, are people going to go, you know what, this actually works. We don't really need to go back to how we used to run our business. I think for, for as an Aussie with a home studio, I think that this is our moment to shine, our moment to show that, hey, this does work because all the pushback has always been, oh, it's too hard and can't do this and can't do that and blah, 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 and we all know you can. So I think this is our moment when we should make sure that we do make this work. When you say can't do this, can't do that, blah, 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 reason why you can't, is uh, quality can't, on that list? Is, is a quality concern a list on that list of things? Yeah, I think so. I think that's down the list, though. I mean, I think for me the big thing is the expectation that I'm going to go to a recording studio and there's going to be someone standing in the booth is the biggest thing. Just a fear, yeah. of, just a fear of change in general. I think, is my take on it. And you're a bit closer to the coalface, AP. What do you think? Yeah, well, I think it's actually, I think quality is up, up the top of the list because, you know, if, you, if you're connecting with a, a studio or a client, whatever, usually a studio, they want to make sure that this is not going to be embarrassing for them because they could have a client sitting with them and all of a sudden you're trying to connect and your source connect doesn't work or your phone patch doesn't work or... You know, you don't know how to set up your preamps or your microphones properly or your booth is horrible and it's leaking, you know, outside noise and stuff. That's what they're concerned about. So I know for a fact there's a few clients that I've worked with before they will get to the session, usually the day before. Can you just, you know, can we just jump online just to make sure everything's working okay? Let me just have a listen to what, you know, what your setup sounds like. And once they're happy, it's like, okay, good. We'll do it from your joint. Mm. And then on. Yep. Well, that's interesting. But uh, it's, you know, I mean, like the, the email I saw this, this morning from my agent in Sydney was basically, if you do go to a session, make sure you wash your hands. If you don't feel well, don't go. Be really mindful that, you know, someone's probably touched the microphone or the pop guard or something, all that kind of stuff. Script you stand. Know. Yeah, anything. Yep. Yeah, actually, there was a discussion thread of course I mean, you can imagine how many discussions there are about this online and facebook and such but in voiceover pros someone did talk about you know because you know many of the voiceovers of voice voice actors of the u.s are completely at home <laughs> literally and physically uh at um and figuratively at of at working at home 
Um, it's yeah. just the norm. Um, some people in voiceover in the U.S. may never even step foot in a studio, commercial studio, I should say. So for them, it's just pure normalcy. For others, um, you know, they they are going into studios, and like, yeah, there's a lot of hygiene happening. Um, they're saying to people, bring your own BYO headphones, um, <laughs> BYO. Uh, even iPads, if you read from an iPad, bring your own iPad. You know, they don't want to like slow down production. They don't want to have to constantly go in the studio and clean everything. They need to churn and burn, you know, these jobs. Um, so that seems to be what's going on. People are having to adapt, bring headphones. Now, I, I honestly, if I was a voice actor, I would be bringing my own headphones and I'm not a germphobe, but yeah, it's a bit different now. Yeah, I would bring my own headphones. <laughs> yeah, that's at the right. Very well, least. That was one of the things that I talked about in ears. That yeah. they're perfect because I can take them with me, and no Ultra one's going to think I'm weird walking in with a big set of headphones. I can just plug these in, and it's perfect. Yeah, it's all well and good to be taking your own headphones these days, but really, I mean, God, there's so much else that goes on in a session when you think about it. You know, from shaking hands with everyone in the room to, you know. A, a, a pop, a foam pop shield over the microphone, to an engineer touching a console that someone else may have been using. It's just, it's really touch and go, isn't it? Yes, yeah, uh, a bit disturbing, really. So, Robert, what have you seen? I've heard of a few things. Um, I know of a California studio that um, basically sent a communication out to all of its clients saying. Um, <clears throat> at the most, you're allowed to bring one client in, but we prefer that everything be done unsupervised. We are not charging for phone patches. We're not charging for unlimited postings. Um, please don't come in. Wow. And uh, from my understanding, um, talking to some of my friends, um, everyone has called up and said, oh, we need an exception. We have to bring these these three, four people in, um, some People have had sessions like right after things are exploding and, you know, six people in the room. Um, at least in some communities, there doesn't seem to be that urgency. Um, and, you know, it's like, well, how am I going to get my free lunch if if I'm not in the <laughs> studio? <laughs> Something like that. Eats. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's yeah. the incentive. Maybe that's what you need to do rather than offering financial incentives of, hey, you know, no, no extra fees for for phone patches or whatever. Maybe you just need to say, "Well, listen, we're actually taking the lunches away." That might do the job. Or you say, um, <laughs> "Give us your address, and we'll send uh, a pizza around." Yeah, we'll send a, right. <laughs> an Uber of McDonald's around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Well, one one thing they were telling me, like a client was like, "No, no, no, we have to bring our, our three or four people in," and it's like, well, "You can't." Oh no! Okay, I I won't go in the studio. I'll just stay in the lobby. It's like that's worse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, how about we just put you in this voiceover booth and leave you in there, and then when we're done, we'll gas the booth, and yeah, like, yeah that's clear right. it out, like fumigate it or something. But so yeah, you're actually a bit more at the coal face of this. So with the Source Connect side of things, are you seeing an increase in sales, or have you, are you doing anything as a company to accommodate people who need to work from home? We are. So we've definitely seen an increase in not not just sales, but just support people saying, hey, I only use this a few times or whatever, and now I have to use it for sure. So I want to test and make sure everything's good. So we've seen an uptick in support, just people sort of preemptively getting ready for remote working um, more than they usually do. Um, we've had 
a few sales of people just admitting that they are, you know, self-quarantining or they're not able to travel and they need to do certain gigs. So they, this is, you know, a preeminent way of getting it done remotely. Um, so sales have popped up. And then what we've done also just to, you know, as much as possible do our part is we've basically changed our licensing, at least during the whole pandemic time period where um, we're, we're doing $25 um, licenses, two-day licenses, so that anybody who's being asked to work remotely can reasonably do it without a severe financial hit, and they can get their job done, and they don't need to impose on somebody that they have to come in or other things like that. So as much as we can um, you know, smooth it out and make it easy for people to work remotely, we're trying to do that just to hopefully increase the decrease, I should say, people going out and everyone can stay home. And that way, the more everyone stays home, this whole thing will pass over that much faster. Is getting out there and promoting yourself as having a home studio, uh, you know, headlines, sidestep the coronavirus, Voodoo Sound has home studio, you know, blah, blah, blah. Is that in poor form or is that something that we should be taking advantage of? Yeah, I mean, we, we've given that thought to a tribe booth, actually. Like, how do you how, you you want to you want to tell people this service is available? Maybe you didn't know, and we could really help in this situation. And at the same time, you're a commercial entity trying to make a living and make money. But it's not like you're gou- It's it that would be very different. I think if you were gouging the market, like if you were in a position, like literally, we had to pass a law in the U.S. because we're such idiots here. We had to pass a law that says you can't mark up your products more than ten percent, like Purell that makes the hand sanitizer. Because they would do exactly that. Price gouge. Yep. So it's not like you're not out there to make a quick buck or price gouge and corner of the market. You're just letting people know that your services are available from a home studio. Perhaps you're in a tight spot right now. You can't get the talent to the studio. They won't go. Or you can't, you know, you can't get the job done and meet the deadline. But we can help you with that because we are equipped to do that. I don't see how that could be in bad taste, really. No, no. Because see, that's the thing that occurs to me is, you know, there's so the, as an an issue for me in my industry, my side of the industry, having a home recording studio is so many places, post production facilities are building their own audio facilities now. But from a business sense, the opportunity I see from coronavirus is guys who operate those studios falling over. With coronavirus, so do you want a freelancer to come in who may have coronavirus as well, or is it just as easy for you to go? Well, until Johnny from Audio gets better, we're going to send our stuff out. Um, hey, Robbo's got a home studio; we should use him. That's that's the opportunity I see. But then I start thinking, well, hang on, is that a bit poor form, or is that just a business model? I don't know. But that that's what I, I battle. I, with. I don't see it as poor form at all. I think it's. Um you know, you're offering a service that is beneficial to everybody. So I don't, I actually did send out an EDM just a few days ago before the Tom Hanks news came out. But, um, you know, and I kind of, it was a bit of fun. I kind of, you know, no more foot tapping, let's do it down the line kind of thing. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I was just offering this, the, the service that, I, you know, I don't need to come in if you need something urgently or maybe if you were working in a in a pro studio but everyone's decided, look, take your laptops and produce spots at home, which is probably going to happen, uh, then they haven't got access to a booth, so they need to do everything online. So I was just offering that service. 
but I don't yeah. see that as you know gouging anything or you know taking advantage of a, a this situation. I mean, it's just offering a solution for people who are, are kind of stuck. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So, sort of not saying, I hope you guys do get coronavirus, but you're sort of saying, hey, sh- should the worst happen, here's your solution. Yeah. Well, I mean, just imagine if I didn't, like many people here, haven't got a home studio. That is, you know, if it gets really bad, they're not going to be able to earn any money. Because, yeah. you know, if the studios close and everyone starts working remotely and you're not set up, you're yep. out. Yep. It's, fun- it's interesting, though, the way the economy's sort of going and I, I have the feeling it's the same same thing in the states the way the stock markets and everything else are going it makes you wonder whether there'd actually be work any work being done I think there's still work being done but I think it's probably uh, scaling back a bit mm. so, I don't know is that your sense of it over there George how are you seeing things um I gotta say I haven't I haven't directly been affected by it and because I don't I, I kind of I had this weird little thing where I'm just working from home or occasionally going into a client's personal home to check on their studio. Everybody I've inter- interfaced with directly as a voice talent, nobody has told me that their work is slow. It seems to be very steady. Um, it voiceover, you know, commercials and radio spots are still being produced like crazy, and we're well. There's more and more, you know alarming media content that needs to be produced all the time. So (laughs) there's plenty of media content being put out there. So um, of the people I've interacted with directly that are voice actors, they've all seemed to be relatively busy or very busy. Um, So the the secondary fallout of the economy is certainly another factor. Yeah, Tom Hanks, as everybody knows by now, is in a Gold Coast hospital here in Australia with coronavirus. That whole production that he was working on, they're making an Elvis Presley movie, that whole production is now shut down. Yeah. So, Super expensive. <laughs> yeah, so you take that and you put that into, uh, you know, Channel 9, which is a, a, a TV network here in Australia. You know, if someone there gets sick, then you've got to think, well, okay, they're going to tell as many people as they can there to stay home. And then Foxtel and then radio, you know, the trip, the Osterio radio network, the biggest network in Australia, same thing. You know, you've, you take a few of those out of the equation and all of a sudden the already small pool of work that exists in Australia is getting smaller and smaller. Well, it's interesting because I got a, another email. Uh, this one's from the, um, uh, the Casting Guild of Australia and they've sent an email to all agents talking about how they will be doing their castings remotely, either via Skype or self-tape. <clears throat> right. And, uh, and they're concerned about older actors. So if instead of having older actors come in for an audition, um, maybe they should do it via Skype or self-tape. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, this is, this is all the knock-on effect of how things have mm. had to change mm. because of this virus. Mm. It's extraordinary that we're actually talking about it. It would only been a month or so ago or less. This wasn't even a conversation that we were having. No. No, it was actually a bit of a joke, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 I mean, I was feeling it directly and indirectly. You know, my girlfriend is um, from Iran and her family is still in Iran. They're all there. And so, you know, this whole thing hit them obviously before us. So... You know, through her, I've been witnessing, you know, the what they're going through. A lot of them are self-quarantining. Um, 
And so, so the reality of it hit her and her life far before it's hitting mine. And so I've been kind of, she's, you know, she's been encouraging us to fortify, uh, have some supplies, have some food and things on hand for a few weeks supply, have tons of wipes and all the stuff that they're telling you to do now we've been doing for a couple of weeks, but I was kind of like, I was one of the many people going, come on, this is overblown. This is a, this is another kind of flu strain. We're all going to just deal, you know, but now it's just getting ahead of steam and it's becoming scarier and more ominous. And now I'm glad that she was pushing me to do that because at first I was really, it was a bit of eye rolling going on yeah, for sure at first. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, that's your initial reaction, though, isn't it? Let's be honest, because we've heard yeah. this stuff so many times before. SARS, yeah, and here swine in the US, flu, like, de- blah, blah. Depending on the media outlet, you know, they're either the media outlets out there to tell you about every single death that happens in the entire world and scare the hell out of you, or the other media outlets out there to tell you how the other media outlets are only out there to scare the hell out of you, and this is all bullshit. <laughs> it's either, those are the two takes you're going to yeah, get. There's no middle so, ground. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's it's very hard to sift through the real information, um, but um, yeah, we're 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 well, the tri booth. We're literally at this point where we have to promote it. We have to pivot our promotion. We were doing one for Vo Atlanta. That's not happening. Um, actually, we just got a little press release. It's just a like two three paragraphs. Is it would it be hogging time to read it real quick? No, no, go for it, George. Um, so an update. So due to the postponement of Atlanta VO, Camp VO, that was another one we were going to do at the end of April called Camp VO in Houston, Texas. Um, that's canceled. Um, and other important events for the industry, we are disappointed not to be able to demonstrate the tri-booth in person for those talented artists who might need it most. And be assured that when these events are rescheduled, we will be there ready and eager to bring you the portable studio. Um, we have decided to offer the are the 20 tri-booths that we have built for VO Atlanta uh, at the same special promo price of $1,250 instead of $1,500 US, including free shipping in the lower 48 of the US, of course. Um, and uh, we're going to offer those on the site. We have a special link that's too long to read here. So if you're interested, just go to tribooth.com, um, contact us on the contact form, and just mention the the special deal. It's a limited number of booths. Um, but the little ad copy that we came up with is, um, there's a lot of worry and uncertainty in the world right now, but we are proud to have designed a booth that enables you to create top tier work from home. And if you need an affordable solution for clean vocal recording, we recommend you give our booth a try. And when the restrictions have been lifted, you can easily travel with this fully portable booth and record wherever in the world you wish. So we are, you know, looking at letting people know that this thing exists and hopefully not coming off as in any way distasteful or crass in the process, you know. We just want people to know it exists. And maybe it'll solve their problem and they'll save a little bit of dough. Well, listen, what yeah. we should do, George, is we should post a link uh, for for that offer to our Facebook page. So uh, we'll, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. everyone should go to our Facebook page, the Pro Audio Suite on Facebook, and you'll I'll pin that link to the top of our page then so you can find it. Yeah, and if, if you are elsewhere in the world, still reach out to us. We can at least find out what the shipping would be to your corner of the world. It could be a bit spendy because of its size, but uh, still, still let us know because we'd like to know where you guys are. We're still, we're still looking at ways to get it distributed to other corners of the world. So, Cool. Well, uh, I think the conclusion is that 
as sad as it sounds, the coronavirus it could actually be a good opportunity for home studios in Australia. And, and it's also, as it's turned out, it's actually been pretty good for the planet too because I saw a stat just a couple of days ago that China's pollution levels have dropped by 30%. Oh, really? Isn't that crazy? Wow. That's just amazing. Wow, yeah. there you go. Amazing. Yep. Yep. I know we're trying to look at silver linings here of this bad situation, my girlfriend and I and you know others. And there are, you know, there are silver linings. Um, we're, we're, we're living, we're trying to live more consciously and health, healthfully. Our hygiene's improving in just terms of general, like keeping everything clean. Um, I'm not a big clean freak, so I've been a lot more diligent. We've been going out and, and trying to get exercise, trying to avoid sugar. So that builds your immune system. So you're stronger. So if you do get sick, you recover faster. So there's there are silver linings. Um, so just take care of people that are close to you, especially your folks, your parents, and others. And um, don't assume they already know what to do. Um, I've sent some of my parents, my parents in Pennsylvania, some information that seems extremely simple and basic based on what I saw. But you know they still appreciated it. It's still a good reminder of some basic things to do to stay safe. And uh, from one crisis to the next, the fires are out, the rain is pouring, and now we get to hole up and avoid a viral infection. Ain't that always yeah. the way. No, always <laughs> the way. What, what a 12 months. And, of course, our friend Jeff Silverman just almost got taken up by the tornado yes. in Nashville. Oh, gosh, so, uh, yeah. Holy cow. Terrible. It was, yeah. like, literally uh, within about... Blocks away. Yeah, a couple of minutes from his house. Yeah. Oh, my terrible. gosh, that must have been terrifying. I'm sure you heard horrible sounds. If you oh, yeah, he said it was like a train pitches. running through the house, yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad they made it through. Yeah, he's safe, which is good. And on that note, we should bail. Everybody else stay safe. That's right. This show was mixed by Voodoo Radio Imaging, edit by Andrew Peters, using Rode microphones and Source Connect Now, tech support from George the Tech Whittem, and supported by Harlan Hogan's VoiceOverEssentials.com, the home of the Portabooth Pro. You look for trouble.